Hello, peoples. Welcome to Belonging Before Believing. I'm Patrick Mathers, pastor of Sovereign Joy Christian Fellowship. And I'm Brian Gumpy, <laughs> congregant at, so far, Norwood <laughs> Bible Church. Wait, what's it called? Norwood Bible Church. All right. How many times have you been there? Three. Three. Give me, give me the skinny on it so far. All right. So, um, <coughs> the music has been awesome mm-hmm. when the worship pastor is there. Okay. One week he was not, and it wasn't quite as good. The songs were, it was more about the song choices, but uh, music's good. The worship pastor's really like, you could tell he's a really thoughtful guy and he will go to scripture to talk about why we're doing the songs that we're doing, which I love. Very, very intentional. Um, Lots of, uh, Lots of praying. You know how some people where there's no difference between what you assume their personal prayers are like and their public prayers. Yeah. But public prayers is like a great opportunity to not just pray, but also to be really like you, you can teach almost in your public prayers. Um, you know what I'm I, talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. I do. I happen to do that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's uh, out. Yeah, I'm I'm asking more for the sake of for the for the theater of it all. But uh, no, he uh, he really takes advantage of a good public prayer. And I, I really appreciate that. The uh, the pastor's a cool dude. I like him a lot. He uh, you can tell that he has. Robust things in mind when he prepares his sermons but he preaches it in a way to where I think Zoe is about a year or two away from really like tracking along with his style of preaching. But like I said, you can tell it's rooted in really robust things. You could tell he's a a very knowledgeable, smart dude and talking to him. I guess he's been pastoring that church for like 35 years. Wow. Yeah. That's longer than I've been alive folks. So that's not longer than I've been alive, but that's a good legacy. Yeah, dude. Cause I asked him, I was like, have you been here? How long have you been here? Cause I don't know. I, it, I just got this feeling that I thought he was like kind of not new, like this year, but like that he'd been here for like less than five years. I don't know yeah. why, but like, I just got this feeling that he hadn't been here for that long. And he's like, oh, not too long, 35 years. Or I think he Whoa. said like ni- like 1984 or something like that. And I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, right. it was 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I was really upfront with him about being a Reformed Baptist. And it was really funny. He was like already talking to me about how he could help me find a, a place where I'd fit in real nice. I'm like, whoa, buddy. I kind of <laughs> like it here if you don't mind. <laughs> He's trying to get you to another church right away. No, (laughs) honestly, he was trying like, once he heard that, I think he was just trying to be like nice and like, and just put me somewhere where he thought I would be in a hundred percent agreement. It was funny. I think he was like making, uh, not excuses or apologies, 
but just about for like the music and stuff. Once he found out I was a reformed Baptist and I'm like, no dude, I liked it. That was fine. <laughs> I think, I think he thought that I was like a Baptist version of like an OPC guy or something. Yeah. There, you know, that we, there's a, there's a uh, caricature of us. And yep. I think that to be fair, I think we're the outliers, you and me. And well, <laughs> I was going to say being out here has definitely <laughs> taught me that, that, and that's kind of what I told him. I told him that I think our church is kind of a bunch of loose cannons when it yeah. comes to being reformed Baptists. And so anyway, yeah, but for sure. Just, sovereign joy is. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, who knows if we'll end up being here for years and years, but I definitely think we're going to be here at this church for at least like months. The foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was cool. He, I was at um, one of the shops and I just sit on the back patio, like right by the back door on a milk crate and I have my laptop out and I'm like answering some emails and stuff. And I had told him <coughs> that I had been at, out of town a lot for operator training and just different work trips out of town. But that once things settled down, I wanted to get together with him and just, just kind of talk. And then the next day I feel this hand on my shoulder and I turn around and there's him and his wife and we oh, got cool. a little bit. And she's a hoot and a half, man. She's a Is handful. She? And yeah. I like it. Yeah. No. Yeah. She's a spitfire and that's great. Um, but yeah. No, they're they're good people. And you know what? We talked about this in the last episode about what to look for in a church. And um it it's refreshing to worship at that church because you can tell plain as day that they are grace-filled people. Um and he is so centered on expositional preaching of the word. There's the gospel in every sermon and on and on and on. It's uh so even if we have some disagreements on some points of theology, there's no question that I've been able to worship there with the clear conscience and that we oh, felt very welcome there. So that's great. Nice. That's great. Yeah. We are in flux. <clears throat> so you are number four of families who have left in the last six months, <laughs> all moved away. It's not like a split or anything like that. So we're, right. in, we're, we're in this like, uh, um, interesting little place right now. And it came up last night at our secret trail study. Uh, we were talking about it with Fred and, um, Caleb was there and Mike was there and we we're just kind of, <coughs> pardon me, talking about some, um, practical things. Uh, you know, a couple of areas where we're weak as a church, a couple of areas where we're strong as a church and, you know, we're, we're really thinking forward here, like, okay, well, how do we move forward now? And what do we, what, what, where do we go kind of from here? We have a good foundation to build on and there's still some, you know, good guys. And I, we just need to bring some other people in. And I think that, you know, we'll be able to do that over the next few months and maybe a year and hopefully we'll be a mega church again. You know, yeah. With, <laughs> with 35, 40 people. <laughs> Woo! Burst into the seams. Dude, this yeah. is so weird. This is the kind of conversation that I never ever anticipated having. <coughs> but what? 
where you're telling me about the things that are going on at Sovereign Joy. It's interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't like yeah, being well, away, it, it was but horrific. I do like being able to hear updates and things like that. In that sense, it's fun and I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, it was so. real holistic. You know, we're going through that Joe Thorne book, Life of the Church, and the chapter we looked at last night was like um, practical things you can do in the community in order to um, meet needs, you know, and they were talking, he was talking about like doing a English as a second language class and um, going to the convalescent hospitals. And so we just started talking about things that we've done in the past with Sovereign Joy and (coughs) pardon me, things that I've done in the past as Pastor Pat in either the capacity of Sovereign Joy or in other areas. And, and it was a good discussion, real fruitful. Um, I, I, you know, I, I hope that in down the road here, we'd be able to formulate some kind of ministries that we're doing. Um, but right now it's Bible studies and um, hopefully seeing people grow and mature and hopefully people come in and cause they want to hear the word of God. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Dude, what's Secret Trail like without Jared? Um, uh, to be perfectly honest, man, it's, it's a different place. I and bet. just the last month, it, it's, it's really changed. It, it, it's, it's changed. And <laughs> not, I, it's not bad. It's just different. There's a different vibe. There's kind of a different clientele starting to come. Um, it's just different, and you know we're going to keep doing what we're doing. I hope we can start advertising our study and maybe seeing some newer people come in who um, who haven't gone to our study before. Um, so yeah, that's kind of along the lines of what we're thinking right now. But uh, it's still got good beer and good place to hang out. I still go there on my own sometimes too, so just to talk to people. Dude, when you come out to visit one day, I cannot wait to take you to this brewery that's in an old junior high building. Oh, it's in a junior high? Yeah. It, it, it was this big junior high school, and I guess the brewery is only part of it. I, I wonder was just if the dude went to, to junior today. high there and was just like thinking, boy, someday I'm going to make this into a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> But it's these big like marble steps to these like marble columns. Like it looks like like a like an old school school old school school <laughs> or like almost like a government building or something. And yeah, there's a brewery in there. And I just found out there's like a whiskey place in there. And I think there's like a coffee shop in there. Like they turned it into like this big all inclusive crazy thing. Um, but sounds great. It's called Bristol Brewing, and the menus, they look like report cards, <laughs> and everything's like school-themed in the name, or like the names of all the food and stuff like that. That's cool. So, yeah, it'll be fun. We'll go there for sure. Hey, so I'm thinking about our topic for today, and you want to, here's the reason why, and then I'll tell you the question. The, okay. I, I, over the course of the last, like, Four weeks have all of a sudden needed glasses. And I'm wearing them all the time now. Um, my, like today was the first day I forgot them at home when I went to work. 
and I realized, oh my gosh, this is really hard to read my <laughs> paperwork that I have to do. And I've never had this before. So it's like all new to me. And all of a sudden I'm like, she whiz, am I, I'm losing a step here. I all of a sudden need glasses, which is funny because, you know, thousands of people need glasses. It's not like anything out of the ordinary, but it is for me. <clears throat> but what I was thinking is, man, I can see so much better when I put these bad boys on. Mm-hmm. It's only up close. It's only for reading. I can see fine far away or when I'm driving or something. But if I have to read or write something, I, I need these glasses now. So I was thinking, you know what we should do? We should do one of our fun episodes and pick like yes. four or five of like the greatest inventions ever that we think and just riff on them. Because these glasses are bad. They're helping me out a bunch. Everyone says I look good in them too. So that's a you plus. Poor, you poor old man. Dude, I can rock. You were being glasses. sheepish about them before I left town. I could tell you didn't want to pull them out in front of me. <laughs> I didn't. I think I think your last Sunday was the first Sunday I actually took them up with me to the pulpit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've been using them every Sunday since. And <clears throat> it, it makes a huge difference. It's kind of funny that I got this small print personal sized Bible from you guys that, uh, <laughs> that now I actually need the glasses for. I didn't I when knew I it, got when, it. When you said you wanted the small print one, I was like, oh man, and time is not on your side. It's not a good idea. Dude, I didn't need it when I got it. I was like, oh, this is no problem, man. It's six months, and here I am wearing these things. So, <laughs> the hey, so greatest the man came back to bite you. <laughs> greatest invention. Shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> was your first one eyeglasses? <clears throat> no, that's what just sparked this. Okay. This is what just kind of got me thinking along these lines of, dude, what what else is a really good invention? Because, dude, eyeglasses are a good invention. All right. So, I don't know who invented them, but I'm grateful for whoever it was. I know who invented the bifocals. Yeah, it was old Benny Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are we doing this all fantasy everything style where once one gets named, then we have to come up with something else? I guess we have yes. to, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we have to do it that way. Although right. I wasn't thinking about that podcast, but yeah. I have five in front of me. I hope <coughs> none of them are the same. All right. So, you want to? Do I get to go get first? Start. Yeah, you get to go first. Okay. My number one. No, and, no, no, number one. You got to start with number five. Oh, well, I don't have these ranked. Oh, okay. I misunderstood you. Okay. Maybe I do have them ranked, but I'm afraid if I save my number one for last, then you're going to take it. All right. All right. Go. <laughs> okay, go. Then do number one. All right. No, I'll, I'll go backwards. I'll go backwards. All right. Number five. Twitter. Twitter. What? Twitter. Is that an invention? Yes. Okay. I'm calling it an invention. Persuade Trust me, the rest, me. The rest are going to be more straight inventions, I promise. Okay. But hear okay. me out on this. Okay. And I've heard somebody say that Twitter is the <coughs> water cooler of our society. And whether or not Twitter lasts forever or Twitter falls by the wayside in like two, five, 20 years, that serves the same purpose and has a similar function because our society needs that water cooler where people can talk about current events. People can talk about culture. 
people can talk about politics, people can talk about nonsense, whatever they want. But if something is happening in the world, you can go to Twitter and you can see all kinds of people who are talking about it. Twitter breaks news now. It's faster than any news website can be. It's faster than any, obviously, like a news station can be. You can get news in actual, just about real time on Twitter. So, oh, yeah. So even though when you hear me say that Twitter is like one of the best inventions and you're probably thinking about goofy nonsense, like how many retweets until you bring back spicy nuggets, the reality is news breaks there before it breaks anywhere else. No, for sure. I, I, I get all of my information about the stuff going on in Hong Kong right now. Um, if there's any kind of breaking news at all, I don't go Google something. I immediately go to Twitter. For sure. That's yep. where I get my news. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I'm calling it an invention and one that we need. All right. Well, then I'm going to, um, I'm going to call Twitter and up your Twitter <laughs> and I'm Great. going to say the printing press the oh. printing press is I'm going to say at number five a lot of people will put it at number one and I totally get it and maybe it should be number one but the printing press for exactly the same reasons you're saying Twitter you know it's, there's, there's never been an ability before the printing press to have news in a week, you know, like, like right. right away. I mean, the, the reformation was sparked because of the printing press because they took Martin Luther's 95 theses, ran it over to the nearest printing press, printed up thousands of copies and distributed them. And in the matter of two weeks, all of a sudden Germany was on fire with reformed thinking. Um, there's just nothing like it. I'm sitting here with books surrounding me. The the phone I'm talking on is literally sitting on a Bible right now. It's yeah. it's 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 everywhere. The printing press has com- it completely changed all of history for the better. Yep. Number four, dude. What do you got? Number four. Okay. <laughs> and this is one of two on here that is very important to me based on my recent transitions that I've made out to Colorado. Oh, okay. number four for me, GPS on your phone. Oh, dude. I remember, first of all, I remember before smartphones, so whatever. Uh, but I remember the first iPhone, it wasn't GPS. It would assume it would give you directions based off the nearest cell tower. So you couldn't see on your phone exactly where you were. You would just see like the closest cell tower to where you were. Like a big bubble. Yeah. 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 So you would have like a generic idea. And even that was just like absolutely incredible that you didn't need to print out directions from (laughs) MapQuest or, you know, have a, an actual roadmap to get around. And now when people try to give me directions somewhere, I'm like, what are you doing? Just text me the address. Quit wasting my time. Dude, I, so I make really good directions. So I, like, I grew up and learned how to drive and everything long before there was an internet, long before any of that kind of stuff. 
So my dad taught me, one of the few things my dad taught me really well was how to like navigate uh, when you're driving and stuff. So I make really good directions and I could write out directions to you and you could get where you wanted to go every bit as good as MapQuest or GPS, but you'd have to read. So maybe not as good as GPS on your phone. <laughs> I used it today. Going <coughs> around the town that I live in. <coughs> okay. The town that I live in now is enormous. It is. Is it bigger than Chico? Dude, there's 500,000 people here. Oh, so it's like Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's a little bit smaller. Like, well, Sacramento proper, it's probably similar. But if you're like talking about like the Sacramento area of Roseville and Rancho and Elk Grove and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, number four. Number four is the internal combustion engine. Dude, you're going old school with some of these. Oh, dude, I, I am. I am totally biting this one from Jay Leno. Uh, he thinks it's number one, like the single greatest invention man has ever invented. <clears throat> I think it is so important. It's for sure number four. It could certainly be number one. But man, the, it is, has not the internal combustion engine absolutely changed the face of the world. Uh, you, yeah. can, you can go anywhere now. I heard Carl Truman say, that the invention of the internal combustion engine was the death of church membership. Yeah. Because as soon as you felt like, oh, something isn't going my way, you just hop in your car and you drive to another church. Instead of you had the church that you had in your town and you didn't go anywhere because everywhere was too far away. <clears throat> now, <laughs> if I wanted to, I could hop in my truck and I could be in Colorado Springs in what, 19 hours, 20 hours? If I drove yeah. straight through, you know, that's less than a day. I could yeah. be there. That was unheard of, you know, just, uh, you know, a little more than 100 years ago. And to have this, you know, that this truck that I bought for $500, you know, <laughs> that, that has the ability to take me anywhere I want is just, you know, absolutely mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. 448,000 miles on my internal combustion engine now. I know. You're almost at 500,000, dude. We're getting there. We're getting there. You've I'm going to try and, the near, nearest I'm gonna try and get it through the winter. Frozen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. My number, number three? three? Yeah. <coughs> Music streaming. Music streaming music streaming okay yep and so yes. everything from napster to spotify yep okay yep. and here's the thing even in a more modern sense we had the ipod right the ipod yep. click wheels and everything was absolutely incredible i still but you had one. to but you had to download things ahead of time you yeah. couldn't just decide, oh, I've never heard of something before and instantly listen to it. <coughs> I, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a streaming service of some kind on their phone. And it, and yes, you can throw Napster and, you know, LimeWire and all that other stuff in there. 
but it, I think, has made us a more well-rounded society when it comes to what our musical taste is. And, you know, that's just the advent of more subgenres and things like that as well. But you would not spend the money to listen to some of the things that you can just listen to on a whim now. And I, I don't think all of that has been a positive thing when it comes to the music industry as a whole. I was talking to somebody recently, I think Taylor Swift is the album that I was talking about where she came out with her new album and I think it's got like 22 songs on it. And we were talking about how now that you're not sending things to actual pressing or anything like that, I feel like artists are making these enormous albums where they're not making any cuts. It's just like, if I wrote a song this year, it's going on the next album. Right. Cause it Quality doesn't cost me. Not, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. And so in some ways, I don't think it's been a good thing, but there's no doubt that it's been an important invention that's rocked like a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift is, uh, un- sucks. So, um, that's, that's yeah, my well. two cents. Yeah. So she can write God. 22 well, songs Drake and they're the same all going to, although, you know what? I, I gotta be careful because there's one song of hers that if it comes on, Charlotte's going to start dancing, and then guess what? Old Pat Mathers here is going to be dancing along with Charlotte. So I, powerful I gotta, that way. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, my granddaughter? Maybe she's yes. the greatest invention, my granddaughter. No, 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 number three. Mm-hmm. I got to stick with, stick with my numbers. Number three, yeah. you ready? Yep. Blue jeans. Blue jeans. Blue jeans, yeah. man. Have you ever seen old-timey pictures of people? They are all dressed yeah. up in ties and shirts and vests and coats and hats and that all kinds sucked. of garb, all kinds of garb. And you know it wasn't just – it didn't start getting to be 100 degrees now in days. It was 100 degrees back in the 1800s, the 1700s. And they're wearing all this getup, and they're stinking to high heaven. It's awful. You know what? One of the greatest – the reasons why blue jeans are the greatest is because – when they were invented, people all of a sudden started dressing casually. It like as soon as you put a pair of blue jeans on back in the late 1800s and you were going to go out and mine for the gold and mine for the copper. Man, you didn't worry about all these T-shirts or all these shirts and ties and whatnot. You were going to go work. And so you dressed how you wanted to dress. And that casual culture has stayed with blue jeans <clears throat> so much so that Levi's are known all the world around and people want them all over the whole world because they're just the greatest thing to wear. You can wear them with anything. You could wear them with a coat and a tie and a sport, you know, sport coat. You could wear them with a t-shirt or just a, an undershirt or whatever. And jeans are just the best, man. You can wear them on any occasion. Dude, it was real nice outside yesterday and today. Uh-huh. And so I got to wear my absolute favorite outfit, my absolute favorite outfit, jeans and a T-shirt. Was it your so much of the time? T-shirt? It was just too hot and Chico for jeans. Yeah. No, you're so right. much of the time. You used to make fun of me. Like, why are you wearing jeans, dude? It's 100 degrees. Yeah. Hey, yeah. did you wear your Space Force T-shirt? Today? Yeah. Space Force is a thing. They're starting it in like two weeks. No way. Yeah, yeah, there's, I saw on Twitter, I saw a thing where Mike Pence was talking about, like, it's actually, like, happening. 
<laughs> like right quick. Did you see the the first <laughs> crime ever committed in space was committed like last week or something? Oh, dude, I have seen so many awesome, funny things about that, dude. Oh, it's so bad. It's so crazy. It's two chicks who were married or whatever or whatever that is. And they were like, yeah, fighting over kids. And like it was, yeah, she was stalking her bank accounts and stuff. Oh, dude, dude, it's gold. Comedy gold. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Of all the crazy <laughs> crimes to be committed in space. Yeah. Dude, how yeah. ridiculous of a person do you have to be to be in space and obsessing over some woman's bank account? <laughs> how do you how does somebody like that end up an astronaut? That's what no, I Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. What kind of nonsensical political PC culture do we live in where we're like, oh yeah, she's a good fit. Let's send her up there to the International Space Station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, Are you ready for number two? <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> the microwave. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> the microwave. And this always that reminds me. with my number two, honestly. Go ahead. Sorry, dude. This reminds me of a conversation that my wife and I had before she was my wife. It was, we were getting ready to move into our first house. Or like we were getting everything ready for after we got married. And so we're like figuring out like whose stuff, like are we going to have like my bed or are we going to use her bed? And are we going to use like my kitchen stuff or like her kitchen stuff, just different things like that. Like who has what, what do we need to buy still? And I said, Oh, we need a microwave. And then she said, for what? And my response was to cook with. Because I, I don't you, think you cook hot pockets and uh, leftover pizza. That's what you Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there were some tough times when I moved to Chico before I got a job. I was doing those 99 cent like Totino's like frozen pizzas and stuff. Although I think I made those in the actual oven. Highbrow status. That's probably one of the few reasons you came over to my house so often is because you'd get a hot cooked meal, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was like my version of a soup kitchen. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, Brian's coming (laughs) <laughs> Brian's coming over again, Andy. Okay, we'll make chili. <laughs> okay, we'll do crock pot. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, though, yeah, there's stoves and everything else, but like to come from where you're making things with an open flame all the way to the microwave where you can heat something all the way up in less than t- two minutes, start to finish. Come on. Okay. So <clears throat> your number two goes with my number two, which is kind of funny. But uh, I've p- picked the refrigerator. And Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because before this, you had to eat your food. Like you cook it. It's got to all be gone. You, you can't save it unless you're going to beef jerky something. You know, you make that sound like an accomplishment. Like it doesn't happen to me most days, but yes, yeah, I understand like you, your point. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I go, 
<coughs> Sorry if I go. Guys, I think I killed him. <coughs> oh, no. No, I'm okay. I will survive. Okay, good. If I go in my refrigerator right now, there's leftovers, there's eggs, there's orange juice, there's milk, there's bacon, there's I man, there's there's have, jelly. have all that for dinner. There's apple butter, there's hot sauce, there's ketchup and mustard and ranch dressing. There's all this stuff. Oh, spinach. Oh, and uh, there's all this in there. And I You're wouldn't looking have been able in to- your fridge right now, giving me the rundown. <laughs> No, because I was looking in there before we had dinner, so okay, I knew it was. I knew it was in there, and it, that's what everybody has. All that stuff I said. Uh, I don't have has. apple butter, dude. I'd love some apple butter. <laughs> you don't have apple butter? Yeah, the only reason I know is because I spilled it out on the floor and I thought I broke it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but the refrigerator and with the freezer, because man, I could open that up and. I got all that meats that you guys left over still. Well, we're yes. working on that. We're working yes. on that Italian sausage. We had some tonight. And mm. then uh, sausage and, I mean, just everything you could stick in there. It's fantastic. Ice creams. Oh, it's delicious. So the refrigerator. All right. All right. All right. I'm excited because you didn't take my number one. All right. And the number one invention on my list I don't have. I used to, but I no longer have it. Air conditioning. Oh! (coughs) You don't need it out there. The first couple days we were here, it would have been real nice. But most nights, you're right. You're right. We don't don't need it too much. But (sighs) there... Oh, gosh. I think we may have talked about this, but... This early this summer, we went camping and we went to Black Butte and it was awful, just terrible. You know why? Well, well, Black Butte is pretty bad. That's the armpit of Butte County. Oh, it's so bad. But it it did not cool off at night at all. And the craziest thing. If you don't have air conditioning on a night when it's like 90 degrees outside, you don't sleep. You right. just lay there and sweat and want to put yourself out of your misery, but you can't. Right. There, like, there's nothing to be done. You can only strip so far. You, you can only do so much to lay there and lie perfectly still so that you can kind of like use as little energy as possible to just try to get your core temperature down as low as it'll go. But at the end of the day, you're still going to be cranky and miserable and drenched in sweat. There's no Sounds good like replacement good for the air conditioning. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. But yeah, Lord bless Colorado. It was 78 degrees yesterday in August. Oh, geez. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's 104 degrees here today in Chico. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here in shorts with no shirt on and just sweating in my front room because our air conditioner in the front room broke. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. 
Everyone else is huddled up in my bedroom because that's the only other air conditioning in the house. (laughs) So this morning (laughs) I was wearing a jacket until I got to this coffee shop where I was meeting with somebody and I saw the sun coming out and it was kind of warm in my truck. So I'm like, okay, I don't need my jacket anymore. And I sat there and at 1030 in the morning, which, you know, like it's still the morning, but it's not that early. Like it was definitely warm and Chico at 1030 in the morning. I had to go inside because I was cold. Dude, I, you know, it's a good thing you're 900 miles away or whatever, because I'd punch you in the mouth right now, man. That's, <laughs> that's so unfair and ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Well, talk to me in January. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. So I have one. two. I have two. So I'm going to flip a coin, and you call it heads or tails. Okay, okay. ready? Okay, go. Tails. Tails never fails. All right. <clears throat> Number one for me is the airplane. Ooh. The Wright brothers did it right. Took us from on the ground up into flight. Oh, I love these guys, man. They, they, were, they were characters, man. I don't know if you've ever read up on them, but I heard no. a dollop about them. And, dude, they were characters. It was it was there's they had to be if dollop did an episode on oh them. dude they're 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 characters that's for sure <clears throat> but an air dude we can go anywhere i have been to israel i've been to europe i've been to well italy's part of europe i've been to italy i've been to england been to scotland you know i've been uh, all over america all because of the airplane i can get if i wanted to i could go over in sacramento right now hop on a plane and be in Colorado Springs in like an hour and a half. You know, I could be anywhere in the world in the course of 24 hours. The airplane has completely, totally changed what it means to be the world, what it means to be global. And so I can't, you know, my other one when I was flipping the coin was the television set. Mm. So, but, but to honestly, as I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm like, Man, I think honestly, the airplane is a better invention than the television set, because of just. I've how flown much, a lot this past what, year. What's that? I've flown a lot this past <laughs> year. Oh yeah. And this most recent flight that I had, uh, I got up to use the bathroom, and so I'm standing there in front of the toilet, and I had this like realization because for some reason it was much more like I was more aware of it when I was standing up. I was like, man, if I could look through like the floor right now. (laughs) And you ever like catch yourself that you're complaining that you can't get the Wi-Fi on the plane to work or it's like slow Wi-Fi. It's like, dude, you're in an aluminum tube hurling through space (laughs) at 600 miles an hour, 37,000 feet in the air. And you're complaining that your Wi-Fi is slow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Absolutely blows my mind. I, so I remember yeah. flying I like before I remember flying before 9/11, and you, there yeah. was like <laughs> no security at all. Like you just walk right up to the terminal where you were yep. going to fly out, and your family could walk up with you and everything. I remember and, that too. <clears throat> <clears throat> so it's certainly changed, and I don't know if it's changed. 
I think for the better, I don't know. I don't mind all the security because I know that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be secure, hopefully. Um, but man, I, I, yeah, flying is just the best. It's, yep. it's, yep. I'm with it. So that cool. means, you know what? Our question of the day has to be listener. Tell us what your favorite inventions are. Yes. Which ones did we miss? Yeah. What do you think? Even if you think you like ones that we do, tell us why and what your ideas around them are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, hey, I mean, dude, I, we're back. Good to be re- back, man. Are we going to be back on a regular recording schedule? I hope so. <laughs> I, I've been ready. Well, somehow well, I thought I was going to be the busy one, but I think you've been the busy boy the last few weeks. Well, I'll tell you what. There was one time for sure where I. I was like ready to go. And then my wife was like, dude, let's just Netflix and chill. And I was like, oh, man, I can't say no to that. But I think that was the only time it was my fault. You think it was there's another time, but I'm, I think I, you were on I, call. I think oh, we talked I? about doing it and then you got a call. Oh, that might be true. That happens. Which isn't me. really your fault. Yeah. 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 But anyway, no. <laughs> so I onboarded like 96 people. And that paperwork took a long time to process and everything else, but they're all onboarded now. So I think already in the last few days, I felt my schedule. I'm very busy, but it's way more of a flexible busy where I just have to be in three places at once and like go make like a visit to this place and check in here and check in there. But it's not like I have to be at a certain place by this time or i have to have get this paperwork done by that time it's it's mellowing out so cool yes i think we'll be more consistent in the future hey you know what you need to get your kids out there listening to our show too (laughs) oh those kids i was like yeah are you talking to the listeners i'm talking about zoe no no i'm talking about your employees oh yeah yeah sure let's get them listening to our show all right. You got it. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I love you, dude. I'm so glad we could still do this. Dude, absolutely. I love Maybe you too, we should have said Skype was one of our greatest inventions because that's what we're doing this on. <laughs> dude, yeah. This is getting recorded right now, and you're 1,300 miles away. Pretty incredible. It is. It's fantastic. All right. Well... Whether it's 78 degrees where you live or 104, whether you prefer a microwave or a refrigerator, we believe you belong.